Hello and welcome to the podcast version of Kenya's biggest conversation that's broadcast live every weekday morning from 6 to 10 a.m. on Spice FM. Hit subscribe for more thought-provoking conversations with your hosts Eric Latif, Ndu Oko and C.T. Muga and who's who of an eclectic mix of guests from the world of politics, policy, business and culture. This is a Situation Room podcast. Enjoy. We want to talk about the day-to-day. So our conversations from now until the end of the show will be looking at the various things that are happening in the country, our politics. Now we are joined by the Member of Parliament for Embakasi North Constituency, the Honorable James Kakuya. He's here with us in the studio. Good morning, Mwishmiwa. Uh, good morning to you. Karibu sana to Kenya's biggest conversation. Shukran. That is called the hot seat of the Situation Room. Make yourself comfortable. I am. I am. I am. It's going to be a lovely ride. Mashimio, you're also the chair of the National Assembly's Committee on Trade, Industry and Cooperatives. Of course, yes. Hiya. You're a member of the Kenya Kwanzaa uh, Alliance. You're elected on a UDA ticket. Yes. Um, you have seen, of course, what's happening today is members of Azimio have called demonstrations to protest against several things and demanding several things of the Kenya Kwanzaa administration. Uh, some of them are your, mem- are your fellow members of parliament. Some of them are your neighbors. <laughs> in uh, in nairobi and the issues that Ken- that azimio is raising uh, include the high cost of living saying the high the cost of living is so high and the government does not seem to be addressing this cost of high cost of living talking about um appointments into government that appointments in government appear to be heading in a certain direction that there is only a few uh, a select group of people who are getting into uh, state appointments and these go tribal as well and so on and so forth the reconstitution of iebc these are complaints that have been clearly stipulated and stated by the azimio coalition do you think they're justified in saying let us because the government is not addressing us let us address the government in a better way by pouring out in the streets and using our power to picket uh, one thing, let me say, uh, our constitution stipulates uh, what we can say, uh, picketing and the peaceful demonstrations. This is a uh, ways of redressing uh, to those maybe who feels that uh, uh, probably they have a pressure and they want to release the pressure. And uh, by the current uh, uh, way of Kramer, I would say, this one don't see, don't seem to be justified. One is that, in fact, once you say that uh, we uh, we are going to uh, to have this mass action because the life is unbearable or uh, maybe it's becoming harder. Mm. Everybody should also understand where we are coming from, and we are coming from a situation where life was so harder than today uh, by the exit of uh, the former president Uhuru Kenyatta. Who happens to be in hard sick with the the uh, 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 the former prime minister? Mm. And I remember as they exit, the unga was somewhere close to 200 Kenya shillings. Uh, today, unga is about somewhere 170. I would say that in fact, by then there was a a proposal that uh, there was a, there was a, a, a saying that there was a, a subsidy. But it was a subject which was not working because we were being told that at, uh, in, uh, in uh, supermarket uh, uh, shapes that you can be able to get a, uh, a two kilogram uh, flour of 
100 Kenya shillings, mm. which was never found. Uh, therefore, I would say the, that one is not justifiable. And also, people should also take consideration that uh, uh, this country is also experiencing a very hard drought, which has taken a prolong. And uh, that has not been giving us good result mm. in terms of what we have been expecting from our farms. Mm. Uh, in terms of uh, uh, issue to do with the uh, IBC reconstitution. Uh, I will also say uh, it's not just justifiable. By the terror of the last parliament, terror of the last parliament, uh, they brought amendments, and mm. that amendment was between the hardship, and that is when they introduced new way of forming a panel that uh, takes uh, care of uh, nominating or appointing uh, the uh, the, uh, the commissioners. And that is when uh, they, they, they came with, with, with those other bodies that are supposed also to uh, present uh, a representative in that panel, where the Parliamentary Service Commission has a slot, and many other uh, bodies have the slot. Today, the uh, Asimio Fraternity is purely against that procedure, and they were the part of the, those amendments. Then the big question is, uh, why do you want to, uh, uh, to to dig a big hole? And uh, at that point, you are not very sure whether you are the one to fall mm -hmm. in the same hole. Because to whom were they digging for? They, it tells you that uh, uh, if today they are against it, then it tells you that actually they were digging the hole for others to follow into. But that amendment uh, has also been re-amended by this parliament. The initial amendment that you say was done by the Handshake Brothers uh, of the IBC Act, which changed the selection panel, has now been re-amended by the 13th Parliament. Uh, I am not so sure. So that now the new one is the one that now has, you know, members of the Public, Public Service Commission, the Parliamentary Service Commission. It has brought in the political party's liaison, which was not there in the, uh, in the, in one, the, that was, one. In the previous one. But the I one that appointed Cherera did not have um, this kind of p members. What, uh, what, uh, what, what I'm saying is that, in fact, after the amendments, mm. those amendments don't, that never follows to the, to the current. Mm. It follows to the, 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 the next. So that's why it was, it was not part of the Chereras. But uh, the amendments were done at that period. I have not uh, have not seen any new amendment currently, except those amendments that were done that at the that end, till end of that, that last parliament. And uh, coming now to the area of appointments, mm -hmm. appointments. I would say anybody uh, who lives here. Uh, understands very well how our constitution stipulates and the constitution stipulates that has all regions has to uh, be taken care of in terms of appointments and uh, going to the appointments which have taken place because those appointed majorly is the cabinet the PSCs, and the CCs. me to me there is no single region mm. which has been left behind including the Nyasa region. And in terms of the last uh, uh, concluded uh, CES appointment, <laughs> I have seen almost phone number uh, from Nyasa region. So if you can tell me that, in fact, it is not uh, taking care of regions, then that is wrong. Mishimiwa, you say you're not certain. Unfortunately, <laughs> this particular bill, the it's on record that it was witnessed not just by the Speaker of the National Assembly, but his co-speaker of the Senate. And uh, these changes, if I read what uh, is in the standard today, 
the issue of the Cherara 4 being uh, reinstated, that is what the standard has indicated. But if I look beyond this, and I look at the one, two, three, the fifth issue, thorough review of laws, not piecemeal uh, reforms, in my mind, this is what they're dealing with. Okay, there are reforms being made, there are amendments being made. This is normal. But the amendments, especially when we look at the electoral body that we have in this country, they have been a bone of contention from time immemorial. This is not a new thing. This, it's always an issue. What is it then that must be done? Should we go back to reviewing, as I said, the entire constitution? Should we put back that commission that had been set specifically to oversee the issue of the implementation of our constitution so that as we go through this process, it isn't this party and that party that there's a commission that is actually looking into this thing and making sure we guide it properly so that it stops being a bone of contention. Because if you have one political party pushing an agenda, the other one will oppose it, that is for sure. It doesn't really matter. If Raela's side of the political divide had started this issue, somebody on the other side would have found ways of opposing it. What do you think? Oh, one thing is that, in fact, there is no single registration that will be 100% acceptable to uh, everybody. There has to be, and that's why there is always a vote. Uh, will there is a vote where they require two thirds, and there is a vote that requires simple majority. And uh, that vote casts the decision uh, of the majority to take their day. Uh, but that does not mean that there were opposing uh, uh, group of that particular registration. In this particular case, I will refer you back to uh, the, the, the constitution we are in. By the time of promulgation uh, uh, of this constitution, it was well discussed and uh, mo most of the issues were agreed at Naivasha. But remember that by then, we were having a position of prime minister, which was by then uh, abolished. But it was abolished because nobody was had interest of it by then. And uh, that's why I did remind you that. In fact, you may dig a, 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 a pit, but actually not knowing that you are the one to follow in it. Uh, remember that, in fact, then that is when we had the issue of uh, uh, Hague, uh, where Uhuru Ruto uh, team were on, uh, at that, with that particular uh, uh, big uh, case on their neck. And nobody was very sure that actually they would be allowed to contest. And that is the reason why nobody was eager to uh, think about the prime minister position. But what happened today? We have what the clamor of uh, uh, the last uh, amendments of the constitution where this position of uh, prime minister and deputies were an issue. Uh, but why do we, uh, where are we coming back to such a uh, uh, amendment? when we has a room to put them to put it in the constitution during the writing of the uh, of this uh, the current constitution so i would say what my, what is here is that sometimes we become uh hypocrites uh, because of what we intend to but when we fail to catch what we are looking for, then it becomes a clamor. In this particular case, I want to say that, in fact, the laws that are here, uh, which governs the, the manner in which to, uh, to constitute the panel of uh, ABC, it does not matter. But it matters to political parties. Because political parties have the serious interest. But one time I would tell, I would tell you that, actually, whether it will be Kamau, it will be uh, uh, it, it will be uh, Ogora. It will be who? 
as much as this fellow is a Kenyan, because there is no single day that you have two chairmen who, who would, uh, who would uh, undertake this particular exercise. It should be on at, at a single time one chair. Then this chair cannot be shareable to the 47 number of counties. Mm. And therefore, it has to be one single Kenyan. <laughs> then we need to agree that, in fact, we should not be boiling small things to become big things because at the end of the day, whoever can take the, the mantle can deliver what Kenyans would wish to be delivered. Mm. Okay. Um, some of these things that are being brought up here, I think oftentimes we, we shine the light on the drama instead of shining the light on the issue. So if we look at electoral reforms, for example, which if you ask me on the underbelly is what this whole IEBC noise is about. If we look at the high cost of living, if we look at truth be told, that there is a high cost of living, that there is. Cost of living in Kenya is very high today. Very several, several factors then could help to sort out these issues. But I'm going to shine the lights now on parliament, the lawmaking body in this country the legislative body what role do you think parliament ought to play not has to play ought to play in some of these things that regardless of what side you're on exist in this country today lack of electoral reforms the high cost of living subsidies issues here and there what do you think ought to be done one is that in fact in terms of the high cost of living I would only challenge the unforeseen, and this is the drought, which is making these uh, uh, things so stingy. Uh, I would say that, in fact, the plan uh, to bring things in order is that, in fact, we have a lot of luxury there before, because we have uh, been poured a lot of uh, resources in Gurakolana, uh, uh, where no single resource was, was coming out. but. We realized that, in fact, that wastage of all those resources mm. was purely, uh, uh, I, I would say, mismanagement of resources. Today, we are in that food security. In, uh, uh, and uh, where we are going this hand is that uh, we don't have enough in our stores. And uh, why don't, don't we? Sometimes is that we have uh, this this element of uh, unpredictable weather, and uh, this uh, unpredictable weather can be only be uh, be countered with what we call uh, um, probably that this is the government top of the government subsidy in terms of uh, these relief foods, because you may give out uh, uh, the subsidy of fertilizer, but the weather change. That means that in fact the expectation cannot be realized as you uh, as you plan then what do you do as a government what you cannot watch your people die mm. you must close other businesses and make sure that you protect your people uh, from hunger uh, because you cannot also have a, a, a nation with, uh, with, with, with such kind of hunger and you cannot watch your people dying in this case I would say that what the government, the, the, the National Assembly uh, or what the parliament can do is to make sure that there is a safety in terms of what we call uh, taking care of every single Kenyan in terms of uh, hunger. That is one thing. Because if you can be able to protect every single Kenyan and make sure that every that single Kenyan has a right to have food in his uh, uh, in his table that is the, whether this is coming to get come from the farm or whether it is come from the relief but making sure no single family is stuffed. but how do you do that you see Mwashimua, you have been a counselor 
you have been a member of parliament for this is your third term right yeah as a member of parliament you've been in the 11th the 12th and now the 13th parliament when you're talking about all these things the high cost of living and all what role and that's what ndu is asking what role should parliamentarians play to make sure that the government the executive is actually addressing these issues let's just deal with the high cost of living so yes there is a high cost of unga the high cost of uh, commodities the high cost of everything high cost of input there's a drought ongoing there are people who are not able to feed themselves today what is it the parliament should be doing and what is it doing uh, in short uh, these are these are battle that cannot be won in a in a single strike it's a battle that has to have the short term uh, solutions it is a battle that requires also long-term solutions that in short uh, the short-term solution is to make sure that the government has money to make sure that every household has food this is maybe you can be able to save most of, some of the development development projects to make sure that you have enough to uh, distribute to the starving people around the country that is one because even though you put a, a subsidy to that particular unga and bring the unga maybe probably to 150 still that subsidy uh in one way or the other they are, then you are telling us that you are, you are not making any cure of tomorrow if we I, I, and uh, probably that in fact the lanes that we depend on which is very seasonal also required uh, what we call long-term plans this long-term plans is you know we have just destroyed our forest and therefore we don't have forest covers number two uh we require irrigations irrigations that will require dams with the dams that cannot be able to be to be sunk tomorrow and provide water at a at a goal then those are strategies that you require to plan put budget for and then do uh, make sure that you implement that project to have enough water for irrigation okay yes. did the 12th parliament put any budget because there was a drought already last year by the time we're getting into this current year's budget the president had already declared the ongoing drought a national emergency did the 12th parliament factor in the fact that we have drought so we have uh, had um, unreliable rainfall so we are not going to have crops so we're going to have a food situation facing us uh, by the time we're talking about this by the time you we were passing the budget in june or in april ukraine had already been invaded by russia so all those things were at play what did the 12th parliament do one thing is that in fact you need also to understand and i have been just told you very well that the parliament it depends on what we call uh, the priorities of the day. You may have a different opinion, but if your opinion don't get the uh, the, the, the requisite numbers, then your your dream will perish from there. And that's why you must always allow the majority to move, but the, the minority always have their say. And that does not mean that, in fact. Uh, despite there is no there was no such a uh, budget in that there were no minds which were at, at least looking for that particular direction but in terms of vote when the votes comes then you have to agree with me that the force is carried by the majority mm. and you have to pass the budget as the majority wishes Let's that's, take a break. That, that's what uh, uh, brought us here mm. without such kind of uh, uh, intervention this is the situation room 
the only way to start your day. Our guest this hour, the Honorable James Gakuya, MP for Embakasi North constituency. And like you told us, it's the smallest of the Embakasis. So there's east, west, north, south, central. North is the smallest and represents the people of Dandora and a bit of Kariobangi North as we know it. Now, you talk about the bottom-up economic model and the bottom-up people and the people that you represent, Moshimiwa, do you think they are facing the issues that are being talked about in the country today? High cost of living, um, not being able to afford food on a daily basis. Do you think they are also facing the issues of uh, looking for livelihoods, lack of jobs and opportunities, and all those others that are being raised? Do you think they are facing those? Oh, one is that, in fact, uh, they are not uh, exceptional. Uh, because, you know, uh, there, hadn't, there hasn't been uh, that uh, proper planning, and especially for those who live uh, in the city. And uh, you realize that uh, uh, city sometimes is being taken as uh, a place where people are aware of, and uh, the answer which is not. And uh, you realize that even during uh, sh uh, sharing like like this, what we call it is food. Nairobi is nowhere in the map of real food. But they have a lot of needy people who require also to be in the package of real food. Uh, because we have those old uh, women who probably uh, are forgotten and nobody cares for them. And they are in big number. Mm -hmm. We have informal sector which carries a lot of uh, a lot of population and it has to be considered as an area of hard, uh, hardship where uh, it, uh food should be mandatory to such areas i would say that in fact uh taking consideration that in fact even my constituency still has those areas of informal sectors then area is something to do with those area of uh, uh food serves, it is there and I has been in a, in, in a, in a big mountain uh, taking care of especially those old women mm. and, and, and old men. Because some of them, uh, they have their, uh, uh, their, their children who never come back to, che to check for them. Mm. And actually, you cannot forget, uh, forget that they are existing. Am I hearing uh, you to say that your constituency is basically a hardship area? It is. It is. Yes. And it, it is. And I can tell you for sure, mm. going by the application of uh, Basilis, it tells you the, 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 then how the figures are. Mm. Because at a single strike, like now, I'm just uh, heading to issue Basilis. Mm. But you find that, in fact, the secondary schools only, without touching the tertiary, mm. you have 10,000 applicants. Okay. This gives you the, the, now the concept of the whole constituency. It tells you mm. it is a hardship area. Okay. Can we take your constituency then and apply the same situation to the rest of the country? Because I'm still coming back to this issue of the things that we are saying are then being agitated for in this mass action today. I am saying... So, so, so can we say that the things that are happening in Embakasi North are then um, a, an example, or if we can extrapolate to the rest of the country, is this happening around the country? Is it a problem that Kenya is facing? Yes, it is a problem that is all over. Okay. It's only that uh, the way we are approaching it is the wrong way. Okay. Because Kenya as a Kenya and our problem is we need also to uh, at least come and listen together mm -hmm. as Kenyans 
and find ways of how to fight with our issues together mm. but taking matter to streets and, uh, and uh, destructing businesses and all this manner are not the cure mm -hmm. and uh, they are, they, 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 at the end of the day the, the, we, it won't help a lot okay but i think it is of important mm -hmm. for readers to come together and listen together mm -hmm. because you have an idea i have an idea and somebody else have an idea that bring the idea at uh, 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 together then let us look for a solution out uh, to, to deal with uh, the monster in uh, in the stage mm. and i think that's the best way to approach our problems but it doesn't mean that once we moved and we destroyed businesses and we shut nairobi today that we have succeeded and our crime has been listened and the goals has been won. Mm -hmm. that is not the way the way is bring your mind close let us listen together and the end of street i am sure that is not above that a law that actually cannot accept such a, a forum mm. to discuss and exchange ideas on how we can deal with the monster stage i think that's where we go to approach our problems but we i cannot start to say that we are not serving kenyans are starving okay. and there is a problem out there okay yeah. so based on what you've said so are you saying essentially that his excellency the president william ruto ought to sit at the table with opposition leader Rilo Dinga and have a conversation about how some of these how some of these things can be fixed is that what you're saying of course such a su su such a table is not a long table the only long table is a table to discuss politics to share power that's only the table i cannot agitate to but a table which can share which can be able to talk and share kenya's problems that are existing it is quite welcome you know why do we need the president and raila to talk when you have members of parliament from both divide in the house I am telling Why you, can't we see this conversation happening in the house so that we have a proper motion in house or a proper debate happening in the house on how best can we address these issues? Parliament, you are budget making, you are law making, you are oversighting. Whatever you tell the president to do, he will obey do. because you oversight him. Of, of course, I can't be able to stand to say those interventions are well taken care of. We had a supplemental budget which has given enough money for uh, to take care of the relief foods, which was well budgeted. And in this particular current budget, still we have a stake to take that particular interest. But you've just said that things are bad. You've just given Embakasi North as an example and said, we don't have enough. You, you're leaving one, here to go one, and supply one, one is that in fact, One is that, in fact, when we have such a serious drought, and there is now enough uh, in, enough from the farms then you must understand things are not going well because the prices must shoot because the rest of the commodities are in terms of supply then the market also becomes a health scout and that's why the, the gap is so big because you may expect to get a, 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 a bag of a, a bag of maize from as little as 3500 but there's depending on the situation you cannot realize that the rest the rest you can get is from 6000 shillings that tells you that there is no magic you can get from the mirror because the mirror will buy this mesh at that level of 6000 and you expect him to also to recover his cost after the uh, after that co cost of production it gives you now back to where we are and therefore those are areas that in fact don't we have interventions still they are, we need a lot so that at least we can be able to achieve where we are in, our targets are you do much more where the problem arises is in the area of what we call optics because when a government is elected 
the assumption is that it's elected in based on what they said they would do. When you have an educated population like the ones we have in Kenya, they watch and they observe and they count. It's not what is happening, what you said you would do. What you, how you said you would address this problem that we have. And if year in, year out, well, it's month in, month out, not year in, year out, the pressure that people felt at the time of the election last year and this year is still the same. Everything you say is logical and it is true. Some of these things are really not within the control of the government. But we don't want to know. If you were elected and you said you would solve the problem, we will be asking the question, why are you not solving it? You said that is the question that will be asked. We, you are the one who came and told us. Now, the effort that is being made to resolve these things, if it's in parliament and a supplementary budget is created, that's in the future. And yet the problems we're dealing with are present, continuously in the present. So there is a disconnect. We are talking about plans to resolve these problems, and yet the problems keep persisting. So if you find the public disenchanted, it is for a reason. They are looking and they're saying, okay, we, we've heard, but we don't see. That's one. Two, if you look at how then the government goes about its functions, some of these things may even seem irrelevant. And in many cases in Kenya, they don't matter. Whether you employ 60 CSS or 150 CSS, ordinarily it doesn't matter. But when the word in everyone's mouth is hunger and the inability to determine whether they're going to eat tomorrow, everything that is done that involves spending more money, even if it is logical and it has some benefit, it will not be seen because people are thinking with their hunger and their desperation. So if the government does not address this very important thing, the demonstrations that you're hearing about, you then ask yourself, is it that Raila Odinga and his people have led people to demonstrate or are they simply understanding that people are dissatisfied and they're standing in front of the crowd and saying, okay, let us lead you with your dissatisfaction. What really are we dealing with? Well, I totally agree with you that in fact the promises we are there, and uh, everybody uh, who takes positions actually have to uh, fulfill the pledges. But uh, as the the, 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 the fulfilling of the pledges are part of uh, ideally the uh, duty and has to be fulfilled, then I think that there is al always importance of uh, people understanding the situations as they are. Because this government, one thing is not a government which came in and, uh, and uh, alive in where there was enough money in store to start doing things. Then one thing we must also understand is that it started collecting revenue, like any other government, which uh, because this is the way to go. And out of those revenues is where then you spur uh, the priorities to take fix fast. Mm. And uh, before anything else, I believe we must think of how to deal with hunger because hunger when somebody is hungry i am telling you there's nothing he can understand and therefore it's a duty that in fact the government is doing very 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 strongly but i, I would say that we need to make sure that they exited it and make sure that they are fixing it as soon as possible that every single 
single uh, household can be able to be assured of a meal a day that 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 to me i am of that concern because mm. i have such kind of victims which are sleeping uh, uh foodless and it's an issue that also is totally disturbing even in where i represent do you feel the supplementary budget addressed this issue uh it can partly address but it can hold it can't hold uh, it can't can't hold address so after uh, the and passing... in, in such a situation that's why the government uh has uh invited the uh, well wishes of this country to bring into uh, into a center uh raising of uh, resources uh which can also assist uh, in this particular area but Moshimiwa, this is it the supplementary budget and looking at the amounts that were allocated to the various functions all right yeah look at the amount that went into addressing those very needs that we're talking about all right so increasing the subsidy to purchase fertilizer for farmers or subsidy to bring in uh, maize into the market or the money that went into uh, basic relief juxtapose that with the money that has gone into other functions like how much money has gone into the presidency how much money has gone into running government how much money are we spending on a daily basis on just operations of government on a daily basis which is fueling vehicles buying new cars and all funding travel and funding travel if you look at those and you pass that supplementary budget do you feel that you really honestly address what is really paining kenyans one thing i would say that in fact that by the time of approval of the supplementary budget most of those areas interventions were looked into because if it is an issue to do with those travel and uh, uh, those uh, other expenditures are unnecessary they are most of them were shaved and i would say Uh, despite that in fact we have offices which you cannot say that they are not going to run they should also have budget because you can't tell me that you have a presidency office which will not require budget then how the president will be able to serve the nation if he staffed uh, how is his deputy going to serve the uh, the, the, the mass if he's uh, staffed then those are also areas that we cannot stand to say they don't require uh, to be supported in budget but that does not say or that does not mean that other those great greater uh, great need uh, need areas of concern should not be uh, taken care of and especially that uh, that particular area i'm talking about and i have just seen said very clearly that in fact the government has taken uh, what we call interventions because they, the, uh, the, the, it has allowed importation of maize uh, in a tune of maybe 500,000 bags and i'm sure that in fact uh, shortly that means we will be in the country uh, and i am sure that those are some interventions that also will assist to uh, in bringing this kind of uh, cost of living down i am sure that in fact uh, the government also has taken care of uh, making sure that uh, the relief uh, uh, package is, uh, is is expanded to reach those other areas that actually have not uh, uh, able to also not 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 forgetting that we have other other for seven governments mm. out there which are county government also which also will be required to be seen taking some interventions because they are also government yep. and they should also be taking part in this particular area of hunger uh, there's no single uh, county that cannot be seen also as, uh, doing some uh, doing uh, part of this uh, drive 
to make sure that they also subsidize, subsidize what the government is doing so that together mm. we can achieve and, uh, and uh, arrive into that particular uh, the problem. And that yet. is uh, the way to fix it. And that is what I'm saying. Mm. I am not uh, opposing those other ideas that can be able to come out from other uh, other thinkers and especially like you know, what uh, Leila Odinga is talking about but also uh, don't forget he has a representative in the parliament because the parliament is uh, in, in, in a model of minority and, uh, and majority and uh, he has a team which also require to bring this also a concern in the in the house so that at least they can be addressed there and uh, action can be taken from that particular angle. Mm. So he's well presented and uh, that's what I'm saying. Uh, it's, it's only that uh, he don't want to go that route and uh, he has taken uh, the other route. He has a minority in the government, does he not? And as you said, when it comes to a vote, the majority will actually carry the but day. all the times it depends on what subject is on the floor uh, if it's a, 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 a subject of inter, of national matter i think the vote can go squarely to every side mm. let me ask you this question Mwishimiwa. i'm talking as a layman here if i look at the 12th parliament of which you are a member and we look at just one issue the issue of managing food security in the country, essentially ensuring that people can eat and that the money that goes to those who are elderly and those who are not able to sustain themselves is given regularly. Something as simple as that, okay? That whole five years, it was a discussion. Not, we haven't been on air for five years, but we've had this discussion right from the day we started, which is over three years ago. Simple things that the government or that particular parliament talk about oversighting, but we see no change. And yet they have the power to bring about the change. They actually have the power. Then comes the 13th parliament. Now, if we were to look at both the 13th, let's even go to the 11th, and ask ourselves, surely these parliaments, that these people that, whom we elect, do they really have the interest of the people who elect them? Honestly. And this is not something you don't point at one person. You see, because it's parliament as a body. If we say that our parliament in terms of function and ability to actually serve the interests of the Monenchi is moribund, meaning it's on its deathbed, for all purposes, it is a walking dead. You, you see it, but it's not really alive. I say this because if people are going hungry, there is a parliament, it is functioning. They get their salaries paid, meaning we pay you to continue doing the work, and then the work we pay for isn't being seen. The, the, the least common denominator of our society cannot eat, cannot determine whether tomorrow they will feed, mm. and we have a parliament. Now, surely, Honestly, what I would say, uh, the, the answer is uh, that in fact, as much as the parliament registrates, it's also have a duty to oversight. Mm. That, that therefore tells you, duty of this commit, those committees which are assigned to the departmental is to make sure that they oversight what is happening. And uh, once we have an issue in the, that area of agriculture, because it's an area where the food security is domiciled, I think something long was said because intervention were made and budgets were being made and that's why i told you that there was a lot of money uh, pumped to uh Urakulalo and Tandaliva, but uh squarely we scored zero and uh, that those kind of that, that kind of uh, intervention is where i can say 
we did long because we spent the resources but nothing prudent come out of it i would say that in fact the mystic was there and the oversight committee also had didn't report in good time to the house to state the, the state of the situation out there mm. but i would say in fact we need to change our plan from doing our things our own we bring in partners who, who will be able to imp, uh, to put in their resources and then allow them to do farming of uh, those areas of uh, food uh, food security then provide land as a, as a government and i think going by that uh, those, those arrangements we will be getting out of this problem because one we will do it as a business and he cannot be able to stand to lose but once we, we it, it has been uh, quite clear that in fact whatever is governmental mm. is a fail at the end of the day that's why we have family and those days or most of things that where the government stands we have a nose dive of kq we have a nose dive of uh, a hotel like intercon we have a nose dive of uh, mumia's uh, uh, sugar and many other things whatever goes if you guys there's a sugar cane factory here which is uh, public, which can't perform. Mm. But just across, you have another private, which is performing. Then you cannot tell me that actually it is failure of management, which is aching or which is killing us. And therefore, what we need to do is to make sure that we, if you can't do it our own, let us privatize. Let us allow other partners to take charge and give us a result. Mm. As we conclude the conversation, Mwishimua, what do you tell the people of Dandora today? Should they you know, those that would want to participate in a demonstration, in a protest, what would you tell them? Uh, I would uh, want to tell my voters and my constituents that demonstrations will not give us cure. And therefore, let us not involve ourselves in those demos. Kindly, I urge you, let us look for other avenues to address our problems. What, are, what are those other avenues? The, the, the avenues are there. And uh, I, I am sure areas of great concern is one, uh, that area of uh, uh, food security, uh, of which I am very sure that, in fact, we are doing something under that area. I told you very well that actually Nairobi was not part of uh, that, 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 that basket mm. of food relief, but we have negotiated it. And the government has agreed to also put Nairobi as part of it. And therefore, I am sure that, in fact, that's a, that's a window also that will also be uh, be able to, to be given to us. Yep. And number two is that, in fact, uh, uh, in terms of creation of jobs, uh, it's an area of a big concern because we must revive our industries if we need to, uh, to also to raise up the, the, the duration of our jobless. Mm. So as Nairobi it is, I'm sure it's a it's a difficult place because our youths are totally jobless, and once they are jobless and they, their pocket is empty, mm. then there's a serious uh, a, a, a serious hand on their behind. Moshimua James Gakuya, thank you very much for joining us. Moshimua Gakuya is a member of Parliament for Embakasi North Constituency in Parliament for his third term. Keep it here for more. Good morning. How about that? You made it to the end of today's podcast. You clearly ooze stamina. Guess what? Just hit subscribe at Standard Media Podcast, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts from. Our podcasts drop daily. From me and the team, catch you next time.